You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome aboard the National Football Show. Your boy, Big Stills. I don't want to start out the show being depressed here a little bit, but. Man, oh, man. Saints get another meeting. Falcons look like they're the team now that's going to get Sean Watson. And where is Howie? He gets a contract extension. Holy cow. This is not what he said a couple weeks ago, Howie Roseman. The Eagles have to gamble. Hassan Reddick is not a gamble. That's not a gamble. Come on, dude. Got to be better than that. Guys, hit the like button. We got Howard Balzer, our pro football sports illustrated insider with the National Football League will be with us in hour number two. We will talk to him at the bottom of the hour at 530 Eastern time. I do want to say this, though, and I want to say this to you guys, and I want to give Jalen Hurts some respect here. I'm going to show you guys something here. You ready? You know, obviously, we've been following this story here with Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. That thing has come unhinged now. There's no way that the Browns can go back to him. Supposedly, and being reported that he wants and has requested for a trade. To where, dude? To where? Indy? Why would Frank Reich do that? Take another head case on. I want an adult at the position, guy. I don't want to have another scenario where I'm sitting here doing this, babysitting a quarterback. I don't want to babysit a guy. Come on, man. But you know what? I will say something about Jalen Hurts. This goes into something what Xander said to me, too. You know, we did a poll the other day on who's a bigger gamble, Deshaun Watson or Jalen Hurts. It was like 60-40, Jalen's the bigger gamble. But you know what, dude? People came to Jalen Hurts' defense. 
People came to his defense. Hey, and by the way, I've actually come to his defense in some angles when we're talking about leadership and when we're talking about what kind of man he is, the trials and tribulations, his journey. We've all done that. We've all said something positive about Jalen, right? The Eagles made it very clear that they liked the guy. They came to his defense. I ask you this about Baker Mayfield. Guys, can I ask you this? Have you heard any player, anybody, anybody, give Baker Mayfield a reference, including his college coach? Have you heard anybody defend a guy? Have you heard any? Jalen has people that have defended him. Guys, Jalen has people in the locker room who defended him. Hell, get this. Carson Wentz has people who defend him. Carson Wentz has some people, right? Dude, I've not heard a player that he's played with or a coach defend that guy. Man, when you got an ego like that and your ego is less than your talent, man, you got to get to the bank one day and cash those checks, dude. And you're not cashing those checks. That's why Jalen Hurts has done the right thing. It's almost out of the playbook of Jimmy Garoppolo. You know what that is? Hey, man, I'm not going to address these Deshaun Watson trade rumors. Why should I? I got to worry about Jalen Hurts. That's a guy who understands where he is and who he is. That I admire him on. I stand by all the things I said about him as being a quarterback you can win in the NFL with. I stand by the fact that I think Jalen Hurts is a bridge quarterback. I stand by all of that. But I also say this to you. If I have to have Jalen Hurts as the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles in the 2022 year, it could be worse. The league is littered with worse. It's littered with worse. Are the Eagles going to get better how the Eagles are better today than they were Two months ago, they're better right now. Another year in the system, you added Hassan Reddick, you haven't really lost anybody. And you're really out there now with all the draft assets you have. I don't know if how he's going to be a player in free agency. It surely doesn't look it. We'll get to Watson here in a second. Hang on here. We'll get to Watson. And by the way, if Deshaun Watson ends up in Atlanta, that wasn't Anything to do with the Eagles. That wasn't anything to do with any other thing than this. He wanted to go to a place where they would treat him okay. He was afraid of the collateral damage that he was going to face in the media. So why not go to a place that was going to protect him? Philadelphia can't protect him. Guys, when you've got that kind of baggage and you bring into a big city and a big media city, 
you're not going to get protected. I don't care what the organization does. They can call WIP. They can call us. They can call the Fanatic. They can call the Philadelphia Inquirer. They can do all of that. At the end of the day, you're not going to get protected when those fans start barking at you, calling you rapist or calling you this and that, especially when you start sucking. You don't get protected in that. Carson Wentz didn't get protected. Ben Simmons didn't get protected. Eric Lindros didn't get protected. Mike Schmidt didn't get protected. Nobody got protected. You, you, you don't get that opportunity. So give it to Jalen, man. He's been laying low. He hasn't said anything negative. And I got to give it to him. End of the day, he's carried himself like a professional. He has. He's carried himself like a pro. Good for him. Now let's get into the obvious here. Vic was protected. Very good. That's right. Vic, Vic was protected, but Vic protected himself with his play. Vic played, though. And when you win ball games and you play the way he did, that's the protection that you give yourself. Hey, I'm winning. I'm doing the right things. I love playing in Philly. By the way, don't think that Arthur Blank didn't call Michael Vick and tell Deshaun Watson it's one of the absolute best places to play um, Atlanta. His heart's in Atlanta, guys. He loved playing in Philly, but his heart's with the Falcons. He loved being an Atlanta Falcon. He loved Arthur Blank. He loved the fact that Arthur Blank was a guy who went to the bat all the way to the very end. That Falcon fan base loved him. And still loves him. Vic is a falcon. He's not an eagle. Okay? That's like saying Jim McMahon's an eagle. He's a bear. Okay? So, hey, let's look at it where we are now here. Are the eagles in the conversation for Deshaun Watson? The two public teams are Saints and Falcons. Do I believe that? I do. Do I think there's a deal on the table by the Eagles? I do, but I don't think it has any legs. And then in itself right there, if the Eagles are not in the conversation, why should other teams get into the conversation? It really is all about Deshaun wanting to go to a place of comfort, not winning. The Saints give you a better chance, okay? The Benson family runs that family. Well, Mickey Loomis is a friend, and he's a great GM. I get the whole thing. But going to Atlanta doesn't give you an opportunity. And by the way, that's a slow build. That's going to be a slow build to being a winning franchise. So he's not going to – actually, if you think about it, Atlanta – it's kind of a collateral move. I mean, it's, it's, it's more of a, you know, it's a lateral move, dude. Collateral, too, because the owner likes him. Ducks right. Saints have no assets. What does Atlanta have to offer? Look at this. 
I mean, what does Atlanta have to offer? Number eight. The eighth pick. So you're going to take consecutive first-rounders over the next four years or three years. That's a slow putt. That's not going to ensure you the opportunity at being successful in the next five years. You got to hit on those draft choices. You got to make sure you got people that are going to be impactful players. Come on, man. That's not a winning move. The Texans are by far one of the shittiest organizations in all of sports. To allow a guy with that kind of damage to his reputation to push them around like that, they deserve a shitty deal. The Texans deserve a shitty deal. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it, dude. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. He lands in Atlanta, which he's probably going to. Okay? So is it really being reported that Allen Robinson now is potentially going to land with the Rams? Fletcher Cox released. Is that a real story? Fletcher Cox is released. Holy cow. Fletcher Cox has been released. Wow. Hey, um, Xander, I know you got a ton of moves, man, but I'd surely like Derek Gunn on. Fletcher Cox has been released. Wow. 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 Holy hell. 18.1 million bucks. They couldn't rework a contract or trade him, so they cut him. So how he does it get, and you gave that guy a contract extension. You cut Fletcher Cox. You couldn't get Watson. You got to be kidding me. You know, I was, I had a line here, guys. Look at this. Are the Eagles better today? Than they were two months ago. I just wrote this down. I just wrote this down. The Eagles think they're better off without Fletcher. Fletcher Cox now will most likely clear waivers. Okay? Most likely clear waivers. And... He's going to be able to pick his team. No, he's picking up 18-2. Can I act, can I say this, guys? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Guys, Xander, watch this. Did they cut Fletcher Cox so that they could create cap room for Deshaun Watson? 
Is that why they did that? They're already under the cap. Let's extend Howie before the draft. Thank you, Fletcher, for the ring. Guys, do you think Howie cut him to create cap space for Watson? Yeah, he says it's two million. That makes it thirty-two million. That means you're thirty-two under the cap. Guys, why do I feel why do I feel that how we just cut this guy to create cap space for somebody? Is it Derek Carr? It's got to be a quarterback. Is Howie going after Derek Carr, Deshaun Watson, or one of these guys? You're under the cap. It made no sense. Paul says Fletcher Cox's six-year extension with the Eagles is worth $103 million, 63 in guarantee, signing bonus of 26. Please know Derek Carr. Mr. Wing, Derek Carr is one of the most underrated guys on the planet. Big D, I'm stunned. Joe, Matt Ryan. You you take a salary like that off your team if you're expecting to make a significant move. I'm telling you, Watson is coming here. Beware of the shadow man, Jerry Burns. Jeff boned the bonehead. I like it. Typical Howie. Vintage Howie. Kyler Murray. Is he doing this for Kyler Murray? By the way, my friend Howard Balzer covers the Cardinals too. He's on with us in hour number two at 5.30. Xander just informed us that the Eagles have cut. Boy, that's a gamble. Didn't we learn anything, Xander? Didn't we learn anything from Randy Gregory? The Eagles are working... On a deal to bring Cox back, they said. But he is hearing and listening to other offers. <sighs> okay. Well, it sounds to me like Fletcher Cox. Can you imagine Fletcher Cox playing football in Los Angeles with the Chargers? So you bring in Fletcher Cox, put him on that defensive line with Joey Boza. That Charger team would be a Super Bowl contender. Chalk it up, sports. Cox is about to get paid somewhere else. So you're going to take a pay cut. They cut you because they don't want to pay you the 18-2. And then you're going to go back to the place that offered you less money? No way. 
No way. No way. No way. Let me take significantly less money. Yeah, okay, I won't listen to other teams that may want to pay me. But you think I'm going to give... You think I'm going to give the Eagles a hometown cooking deal? Hey, we we really want to bring them back. Screw that, man. I'm not going back to you after you ask me for a pay cut. But I really love Philly. I'll show you how much he really loves Philly. That's an insult. He loves Philly. But that's an insult. Sexton, I'm a believer in that three-way deal for... Deshaun Watson somehow. Ryan, I don't, don't, you know what? Don't quote me on this one, but why do I see Matt Ryan in Philadelphia and there's a deal between the Eagles, the Falcons, and the Texans? Why do I see that somewhere? I I don't know why. I don't know why I see that. You know why? I keep feeling that. I don't want to believe that, but there's some part of me that thinks that. Wow. Fletcher Cox cut. What kind of player was Fletcher Cox here as a Philadelphia Eagle? What's his legacy? What's Fletcher Cox's legacy as a defensive tackle on your Philadelphia Eagles? Was he as great as Jerome? No way. As a matter of fact... In honor of Fletcher going down, Big Sills is going to put the Jerome Brown hat back on, okay? Because Jerome was the best defensive tackle your organization's ever had. Um, What was Fletcher? He's no Jerome. But what was he? Legend status? Chris says he was solid. Super Bowl champion for sure. How about that little nugget? DB talking said should have been more of a vocal leader. I'll tell you what, DB. I thought he was a year ago. I thought he was a year ago. Wait a minute. You think he's the third best defensive lineman over the last 35 years? I'll make this point to you. You think he's better than Clyde Simmons? Okay. You think he was better than Clyde Simmons? Was Fletcher Cox better than Clyde Simmons? Man, I don't know. (laughs) Clyde Simmons could get after folk, man. Reggie White, Jerome Brown, Fletcher Cox. All-time DTs. You're right. Clyde was more of a DE. Okay. W2, really? You think Fletcher Cox had more production than, um, than Clyde Simmons? I don't know. Dude, Clyde Simmons put a lot of double-digit sack years on the board. He put a lot on there. That you know, That's a fair point, man. All those other dudes played with Reggie. You're on that defensive line, man. You're going to benefit from double teams being on him. That's a, that's a great point, dude. Fletcher took a lot of those double teams that Reggie took on. And I'm not comparing Fletcher Cox to Reggie White. I'm saying that that's a great point. Reggie gets the doubles. Jerome gets the single. Okay? You're right. Clyde gets the single. Maybe, you know, occasionally he's going to get a tight end on him. But Fletcher was the guy in recent years, right? 
he was the guy in recent years that was getting the doubles, which allowed Hardgrave to roam. It's a year late, according to Forte. No way Hall of Fame career. Fletcher Cox has not put a Hall of Fame career together. No. He's put an Eagle Hall of Fame career together. Okay, he has. But if I were to look at him, Vince Wolfark was more productive than him. Vince, Vince was a better defensive tackle than he was. Okay? I'm, am I wrong? I mean, I'm just looking at big dudes in the middle that were great run stoppers who could also uh, pat, rush the passer a little bit. Fletcher was a better pass rusher than what Vince was. Okay? He also says Clyde was great. He played with Reggie, though. I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah, Fletcher Cox is not a NFL Hall of Fame guy. And, and, and Birds, you got to think, Vince won three Super Bowls. It was a mainstay on that defensive line. Fred's like, so much cap room. How much cap space do we have now? I think you're around 32, 33, $34 million. Okay? I think you're around 32, $34 million. Okay, so, I mean, God, is this move a precursor? Is this a move that's setting up a run at Watson here in the 23rd hour? Chris says maybe Honey Badger. God, he's hurt a lot. Okay. Matt P., did you see that Riddick was announced as a linebacker? That's a great thing. That means they're going to stand him up and put him down, and they're going to really talk to him about being a versatile defensive end. I think to I think tomorrow's the day. Seals, you wanted Watson, so you got it. Razor, you must think like I do that there's something to this. I love that. Seals, what are we going to do? I think you sit back and wait here. By the way, we tweeted out earlier, Tom Brady has reached out for Julio Jones. And there's a conversation to bring Julio Jones to Tampa. I think Julio Jones could get more money on the open market somewhere. But Julio Jones, you know what Julio Jones needs right now? A ring. If you give him a ring, he's a Hall of Fame talent. Or... Does this mean here you're going to go after and offer Bobby Wagner a big deal? Yeah, Fred. Julio Jones, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin and Gronkowski are going to do battle this year. I say this about Julio Jones. Does he have anything in the tank left? If you play Julio Jones 13 ballgames, I think you can get him 1,000 yards. He's not going to be a guy that's going to play 17 games. He's got to get his hamstrings, you know, right? He's got to get healthy. And I still think there's some room. I think there's probably two productive years in Julio Jones. Brady's going to bring the best out of him. Brady will bring the best. Man, guys. 
Why would Howie cut Fletcher Cox? Why would he cut Fletcher Cox? I'm asking you for your opinions. Why would he do that? Especially if it's only to free up a couple million bucks. Why would you release a guy? And don't give me, well, they're going to try to bring him back, man. That's just media talk. Free up space to get Michael Thomas from the Saints. Well, dude, if you're taking Michael Thomas off that Saints team, you must not be in the running then for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson just went through that in Houston when they traded DeAndre Hopkins away. I don't want to go to a team and you got to get rid of Michael Thomas. I'm going to the Saints because of Michael Thomas, not because of Dennis Allen. I'm not going there for that. And by the way, Michael Thomas is the only thing that gives you an opportunity to attract other free agent or potential trade quarterbacks. Another year with the same scrubs. You know what's funny, David, saying that? Another year being average at nine and eight. Sales, Watson's best friend is on the Eagles roster right now, I'm telling you. Drafting a DT. Drafting a DT, that's why you cut Fletcher Cox and you couldn't trade him? Give me Jordan Davis on a rookie deal over Fletcher at this point. Michael Thomas is getting traded, but then they're not getting, hey, well, then they're not getting Deshaun Watson. Small move for something bigger. Howie has a plan. Got to believe that. Is he trading for Garoppolo? Is he trading for Garoppolo? Is he trading for Derek Carr? Is he trading for Deshaun? Is it a quarterback? Tell you what, man. Feast with Pete. Because here, here, Pete, how he doesn't have a plan? Well, here's what's happened so far. Nothing's being said about, you know, Deshaun Watson. You lose Fletcher Cox to save two million bucks? And you gave him an extension of three years as the new, as the GM to stay on. How he's been an executive for you since 2000. This is the most important free agency time, draft time in Philadelphia Eagle history, clearly during the Super Bowl era. And Hassan Riddick. Something is very, very right. It just, hey, the more, maybe this, guys, maybe the more it doesn't make sense, it makes sense. 
Do you guys feel something? <laughs> Baker Mayfield to the Eagles. Oh, my God. You don't think Baker Mayfield to the Eagles, do you? You don't think Baker Mayfield to the Eagles. Come on, man. <laughs> Baker May, please. <laughs> you know what Xander said? No one will watch us on this channel ever again. <laughs> hey, Xander says we'll be on Twitch starting Monday. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, dude, I quit. <laughs> hey, that's it. If Baker Mayfield comes to the Eagles, I'm quitting. Oh. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, I've only quit one other time on the air. I'm quitting. Me and Xander are both quitting and we're going to Twitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Baker Mayfield to the E. Dude, I'm not going to. I'm going to stop saying it because sometimes when I say shit like that, it comes to fruition and I don't want to do that. Let's talk about something believable. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Jeremiah, I'm one of those guys too, man. I believe in that juju too, man. I believe in the reverse juju. You guys know what the Malloy... Oh, I won't do it. I won't do it. Hang on. You know what the Malloy is? I got to do it away from you guys. I got to know where my wife is too, so... I'm going to aim it over here. This is very dangerous. Do you guys know what the Malloy is? I'm going to show you what the Malloy is. This is very dangerous. That's the Maloik. I was taught the Maloik by my Aunt Nelly. Very rarely do I bring the Maloik out. Oh, put it down. Okay. Can't bring the Maloik out. You put that Maloik out there, bro? Man, I fucked the world up. Hey, you want Putin dead? Call me. <laughs> Just call me. I'll put the Maloik on you, man. Okay? The Italian Maloik. Look it up. It's going to have a picture of me there. Cilio is the only person on the planet that has the Maloik. My Aunt Nelly taught it to me. It was midnight on New Year's Eve. She showed me how to take headaches away and put the Maloik on someone. You'll need this, trust me. Because there'll be all kinds of assholes in the world. You put the Maloik on them, they're dead where they stand. <laughs> Fletcher Cox cut. Oof. Guys. Let's see if Howie has a plan. Let's do this. Let's take a time out. Do me a favor. Hit the like button, okay? There's got to be a plan, right? We'll hit on it next. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. 
Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to the National Football Show with your boy Big Sills. If you want me to sing you a tune, I will. Coming back here, all good, man. Appreciate everybody stepping in with us. The news so far, obviously, has been that Fletcher Cox has been released by the Philadelphia Eagles, okay? Um, I mean, boy, hey, hey, man. Somebody just posted, you couldn't get a fourth rounder for the guy? It's more so the money, guys. It's the 18-2. Okay, it's 18-2. That's right, Pickin. It's the salary. It's nothing to do with whether or not a team wanted to surrender a third or fourth round draft choice. It's the amount of economics. Hey, I'll tell you what, man. Can I can, can I make a trade here? I want to trade Howie Roseman to Ukraine for uh Zelensky to run my football team. Can that be fair? Okay. Can that be fair? I want to get Zelensky as my general manager. <laughs> hey, at least that guy's trying to make shit happen. How he's sitting back going, Hassan Reddick. React. Heck of a move. What's next? You cut Fletcher Cox, and you're not at the dinner table for Watson. Oh. Oh. 
Hey, what's it? Wait, wait. Smile says Zelensky's a drug addict. Hey, drug addicts are good football players too, brother. Okay? I forgot. We're not, I'm not a moralist here. Well, he does drug sales. I don't care. Sills. Big shout out to my son, Colin. He, he would have been 15 in a week. And a huge Eagles fan. Fred. Absolutely. Absolutely. I give shout outs like that, dude. Holy cow, Fred. We're now even bigger boys. Something ever happened to my daughter, you wouldn't see Big Sills the next day. Know that. Be hard for me to be uh, walking straight up. So I got you, brother. Okay. Cox is declining. Okay. How do you know it's not a new system, Chris? How do you know it's not a new system that Fletcher needed to get an understanding of and maybe this year would have been a better season. Okay? How do you know it wasn't anything like that? Dude, what if we got Winston? Jameis Winston? Jameis Winston is a better quarterback talent-wise than Jalen is. How How about this? Jameis Winston is better mechanically as a quarterback than Jalen Hurts will ever be. But Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback. Does that make sense to you guys? Technically, Jameis Winston's a better quarterback. Technically. But the fundamentals to be a guy who runs the team, he needs to grow up still a little more. He, he needs to have... That's right, Dave. I don't want... We, we, don't, we just came through that. Can you imagine if the Eagles got Baker Mayfield and you're playing against Carson Wentz. It'd be like a crybaby convention. (laughs) The two softest dudes in the league are playing against one another on opening night of the NFL on Sunday night, live from Lincoln Financial. Carson Wentz and Baker Mayfield. It it, it would be like, whose binky fell out of their mouth first? Dude, really, man. I'd be like, when when you go to the game with a mask on, hey, you want me to put a mask on? I'll, I'll tell you what. You know Philadelphia had issues on putting masks on? You show up at Lincoln Financial with Baker Mayfield, I'll wear a mask all the time around Philly because I wouldn't want to be seen as a fan with Mayfield as my quarterback. Hey, where's my ma- – hey, wait a minute. There's my daughter's mask. Here, I'm going to do the show now. If Baker Mayfield is my quarterback – I'm going to wear a mask. (laughs) Here's my mask for Baker, man. Okay? Here's my mask. (laughs) Hey, Xander's doing this. Get off my channel. (laughs) Cilio, you're killing me. You're killing me. Stop it. I told you this because you got that stupid juju stuff that when you keep talking shit like that, it happens. I had the whole Philly market all week long going, really? Does Winston, you know what I mean? Is this what you're thinking or is this Watson deal? You know, where are you going here with it? And now that you, hey, watch this. You want to know something? Hey, brother, Fletcher Cox. 
he was cut. Got to be for it's got to be for Deshaun Watson. Pete, I am serious. Why would you cut Fletcher Cox for another linebacker? <laughs> Pillow fight. Holy cow, man. Be like breastfeeding night. <laughs> At Lincoln Financial, man. Um, Sills, keep it on, Sills. Makes you look slimmer. Shut up, bald balls. I'll get the weed whacker on you. (laughs) Baker just told ESPN his relationship with the Browns is unrepairable. (laughs) I'll never bring that guy up again. He didn't really say that, okay? Please say he never said that. Please, God, I'm begging you. Please say that. That's not true. That his relationship with the Browns is unrepairable. Please, God. Oh, my God. Please say that that's... Maybe say it's true. My relationship with a team that didn't make a move... But look, 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 look at this guy melting down in public. He doesn't even, his ego doesn't match his talent. Aaron Rodgers can act like that. He can't. You let Aaron Rodgers do that because he throws for 44 touchdowns or 48 touchdowns and four picks. You go like this. Yeah. I'll eat it. I watch Mayfield make excuses and no one stand up for him except his wife. Thank God. <clears throat> Bro, you're not Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Wow. How? No, no, no. The Browns didn't turn down the trade request. How he turned down that trade request. Hey, how'd you like to swap quarterbacks? Why would I want to take on a $28 million deal in Baker Mayfield and I'm getting more production out of Jalen at 1.2? Sorry, guy. You got the wrong trading partner and the wrong dance partner. I have no interest in that, Steph. The Eagles would have zero interest in that. Why would I take on a $28 million contract or whatever he's making this year? Is it? Is it, is it 28 or is his contract up? I don't, I, I'm not sure. I think he's still under contract with them. Why would I want that? That guy's market value. Do you, the franchise tag for a quarterback is 29.7. Are you coming anywhere near that paying him that? I'd rather pay Jalen Hurts 29.7 than I would pay Baker Mayfield. That freaker was the number one player taken in the draft. If you put Baker, watch this guys. I'll ask you this. If I put Jalen hurts on the open market, what would you get for him? Maybe a late one. If I put Baker Mayfield on the open market, what do you think you'd get for him? You think you'd get a first rounder? 
You think there'd be one team in the NFL give you a first-round draft choice for Baker Mayfield? Uh, here, here, just for me, if I was a GM, I'm not surrendering that. I'll give you a third-rounder for him. Okay, but I'm not giving you a one or a two. Jalen's more valuable. His rookie deal alone is more valuable. His rookie deal is more valuable. Eastside Monster second, maybe a third. Who the hell would give Baker? Nobody's going to give the Browns a one for him. By the way, if they're out talking and they were talking to Sean Watson, you don't think they were shopping Baker Mayfield around to see what his market value is? And do you know what they probably really got pissed off at? They probably had a come-to-Jesus conversation. Nobody wanted to give us a one for him? He's not just a first-rounder, folks. This guy was the first pick. Robert says Deshaun remains undecided. Howie. 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 Angelo wants Baker. You know, no, he doesn't, but he does. You know why Angelo wants Baker Mayfield? (laughs) Can you imagine the airwaves in Philadelphia? Can you imagine what that loser would bring to your radio, your TV, to our show? He's a goldmine because he's a gimp. People that cry like that, like T.O., It's my quarterback. He's my quarterback. (laughs) He's my quarterback. You know, he's my quarterback. Yeah, my quarterback. Give me a break, guy. Oh, he Philly would destroy. Oh my God, who would be more hated? Wentz. Simmons or Mayfield. Foof. What a potpourri of losers. Oh my God. I'd name a candy bar after him. The weak noodle. (laughs) Yeah, I know, man. Who's your quarterback, Sills? Mayfield all day. Who's my quarterback who I'd like to see quarterback in the Philadelphia Eagles? Deshaun Watson, my second choice. That's a good one. Who would I like to see that potentially I could go out and grab as my quarterback? And I'll put Jalen in this. The flake bar. I love it. Spectacular, Joe. Spectacular. Who would I love to see? Well, I love that. If I can't have Deshaun... I'd call the Raiders up. There's no way Derek Carr wants to play with the Raiders. Mark Davis? Dude. That organization has an unstable owner now, too. 
There's all kinds of freaky. Let me tell you something about when you work for the Raiders, that ain't out there. You know, it's like the Yankees right now. You know, one of the Steinbrenner sons runs the team. When, when's the last time the Yankees were relevant? Okay, that ain't the boss running the Yankees anymore. Oh, and this just in? That ain't Dr. Jerry Buss running the Lakers either. I watched the Lakers against the Mavericks last night. How about this? They didn't even try. They weren't even trying. No, no. Was it the Grizzlies they played? Because the, the Mavericks played the Nets. Who, 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 um, the Lakers played, I think the Grizzlies or somebody? They didn't even try. They weren't even trying. That's a LeBron James led team. You're the GOAT and no one tries. Oh, Sexton, Aaron Rodgers in Philly. He'd have to have a police escort to every game. Fat, I know, man. Fletch is gone. Hey, well, let's roll it back. Here, no, no, let me answer this first. Who would I like to see quarterback in the Eagles? Deshaun Watson first. There's my one. Number two, Derek Carr. These are guys that are, I think, potentials that you could call and make a conversation. Two, I'd want Derek Carr. Three, between Jimmy Garoppolo and Matt Ryan, Because we know this, if Winston, excuse me, Winston, if uh, Watson goes to Atlanta, Ryan's on the move, probably to Houston. But why would Houston want to pick up a $35 million deal? That's why there's got to be a three-way team in here. Because Matt Ryan's got to land somewhere. And why would, why would Houston want to pick up a $35 million contract on a 35-year-old quarterback? You're trying to get away from that big deal. You'd rather play with Mills on that rookie deal. So there has to be another team. If it's Atlanta, there has to be another team. Makes me really think that it's Atlanta, Texans, and Eagles. Matt Ryan to the Philadelphia Eagles. Are you feeling are you feeling the dots being connected here? Are you guys feeling that? You're not going to send Matt Ryan to Houston. Why would Houston pay 35 million dollars? They're not going to win with him. I'm just going to pay him for shits and giggles? No way, that's not going to be part of the deal I want. Because I'm not going to use that player in two years. Yeah, Dion, you cut Fletcher. Why would Eagles want Ryan? Because he's better than you got now. Former MVP. Okay. He's better than anything you got in your quarterback room. Why would we pay for Ryan? Because we'd get a draft choice on that too if they sent him. We would get something in return. And Atlanta would have to pick up and do the deal. And get this, you're going to get Ryan on the same deal that the Colts got Carson Wentz. 
they're going to pick up the $35 million and you're going to get a quarterback who's a former MVP for Ungats. We don't want a choke artist. Well, would sign only Ryan to two or three year deal. I'm not sure how many years he's got remaining. Demetrius says Sills is tripping. I'm, hey, no, no, man. I'm trying to put it together here. If you think you got a better game plan here, what are you doing? Okay. Say Watson goes to Atlanta. Okay. They're the front runner. What do you do with Matt Ryan? You send him to Houston? Houston doesn't want him. It's not that they don't want the player. They don't want the financial commitment. Why, why would they pick up that contract on a 37-year-old guy? Remember, this is the predicament that Houston's in with Deshaun when you're making a deal with only a handful of teams. This has got to be creative somehow. When you've got less teams, you've got to be more creative. You're not going to have Matt Ryan. You think you're going to have two quarterbacks making $40 million a year in Atlanta when the rest of your football team looks like a dike with holes all over it? Come on, man. That's not Nobody does that anymore. You don't have Joe Montana and Steve Young on your bench. GT says, could it possibly be Colts? Texans, Falcons. That makes sense. That makes sense. Isn't it funny, though? Saints cleared cap space. The Eagles cut Fletcher Cox. People are putting... Dude, and for you to say you cut Fletcher Cox... People are going to start reading into that. Colts, same division, smile. Good call. Not doing that. No, thank you. That ain't working. Not doing the deal with the Texans. Even though you're getting rid of Watson, you're still making the Colts better because Ryan would make the Colts better. And they would win the division with Matt Ryan. Turn the ball and hand it to Jonathan Taylor. Here. Here, here, I'll throw on third down. He's more effective and protects the football more than Wentz ever did. He's actually an upgrade from Carson Wentz in Indianapolis if you could make that deal. But why would the Texans make a team in a division better by putting Matt Ryan for the next two years on the Colts? What are you getting in return? Draft picks? You're still in purgatory. That's right. I believe Matt Ryan is from Philadelphia or uh, from Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. He played his college ball, I think, at BC. Screw this quarterback talk for a minute. What are our chances on Philly trading for a big wide receiver? You're not. You have no chance. All these receivers and all these edge rushers have been gobbled up. <laughs> Look. Look at look who's been gobbled up. Chris Godwin. Mike Williams. 
re-signed. Allen Robinson, re-signed. Von Miller, edge rusher, gone. Chandler Jones, Raiders, gone. Tyron Matthew may be a Raider soon. Where's your wideout, dude? You want Antonio Brown? Michael Gallup, re-signed by Cowboys. What are you talking about, wideout? You're gonna if you get a wideout, it's gonna be in the draft. It's gonna be in the draft. DK Metcalf. Dude, Jarvis Landry? So we're taking other team scraps now. Wow. Fletcher Cox cut. Folks, is there a potential deal on the horizon that lands a franchise quarterback in Philadelphia? Deshaun Jackson, another paper mache guy. I'm not sure I'm playing this week. I'll let you know. I mean, he and Al- Alshon Jeffries never got out of the beauty parlor. I'm a little bit banged up this week. Yeah. Talk about a person robbing banks. Dude, usually bank robbers use guns. These guys use smiles. Hey, it's payday. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Sills. We lost Watson. Is that official? Is that official? All right. This is huge news. Fletcher Cox cut and released, whatever you want to call it, by the Eagles. I got Howard Balzer from Sports Illustrated at the bottom of the 530 Eastern time slot. And we'll talk to him about all this news that's going on. What happens with Watson? Where are they going? The limited amount of teams that are in the negotiations to try to land the troubled quarterback. Hit the like button. Hour two coming up. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. 
That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Hour number two here on the National Football Show with your boy Dan Cilio. Appreciate everybody stepping in with us. I saw somebody post out there. um, Brilliant move by Howie bringing Fletcher back on a cheaper deal. So you're going to go to Fletcher Cox and tell him that, hey, we're going to do a pay cut on you here. And you're going to make significantly less. You're going to make half the money. We're going to cut you and bring it back, though. If that were me. I would absolutely look and see around and see if anybody wanted to pay me more money on a contender that was going to actually go to a Super Bowl. Like the Rams, the Packers. If I'm going to take less money, I'm not coming back to Philly. Philly's nowhere near a Super Bowl. Okay? Okay? If that's me, And I know because Xander told me just a couple seconds ago, the guy's got a lot of pride. You think you're going to shit all over a guy's paycheck and you're going to tell a guy, hey, take a pay couple. We want you to back. Hey, dude, that's not how you talk to people. Hey, we really love you here, but we want you to take a significant pay cut. Hey, guys, it's always about the money. That's an insult. The Eagles shit on Fletcher Cox just now. Congratulations to you. You took a shit all over Fletcher Cox. I pray to God that that's someone reporting it and not how we actually saying that because that's a slap in the face. And I would have a problem with that. Bobby Wagner finding out that he was cut from Seattle from the internet is an insult. Telling Fletcher Cox you're released, cutting, he's probably stunned. He was probably stunned. He was probably stunned. Oh, but 
hey, listen, we really love you. That's the coach. That's the pat on the back shit. Hey, we really love you, but we want you to take half the money. <laughs> I'm going to go out and market. and You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play for someone else for cheap. I'm going to play somewhere else for cheap. I'd call Doug Peterson's ass. Hey, Doug. Hey, you want me down to Jacksonville? I'll come play for you. Put a check in front of me. Love that hat. Thank you. Thank you, Vape. You just signed Howie to a three-year contract extension. How do you sign a guy to a three-year contract extension who was never in the Deshaun Watson deal? His move so far in the biggest offseason in the history of the franchise is Hassan Reddick. And today we're talking about Howie's contract extension. Hey, I'll apologize. I promise you. If that guy lands Deshaun Watson tomorrow, I'll apologize. But this looks stupid. I ain't getting it. Okay? Right, Fred. We love you, but we're not in love with you. What kind of talk is that? You're talking to me like a child. Daz, it's not the point. He's not worth it any longer. You know what you could do? You could you could give him some money, lower his pay, and work the progression of working him out of your building by lowering his salary, his base. Instead of it being a high base, give him money, give him Kobe money for time served for two years. And next year, in the system last year he was learning, if he's sucking, move him. But don't go, you're cutting. Hey, we'd love to have you back. That's a bullshit way of doing business. DB talking, Sills. Ain't getting it. Welcome to every Eagles offseason. Hoss, this is, th- th- this is dumb. There's no common sense to it. I saw somebody that said this. Seals, you were praising him because he had all the first rounders and all the, yeah, right. But executing it now is also part of the dynamic. Do you know what Howie Roseman is to me right now? He's a librarian. Books go here. The economics book go in section GH. The auto mechanics book go in A3. Everything is cookie cutter. Gambling? This guy's a bookworm. Here we go. We're under the cap. Great. We got three ones. Awesome. We got 11 draft picks. Tremendous. We got $32 million in cap space. Wonderful. What are you doing with it? Hey, give me the fastest speedboat in the ocean. If I don't win the race, what's the point? What's the point? Hey, I got all the gold on the planet, and you don't do good with it. What's the point? 
<laughs> Abraham Lincoln had a great saying. What's the sense of telling me what due north is when you're not giving me the path of least the resistance to get to true north? What about the swamps? What about all the things that you have to maneuver through? It's one of my favorite lines. What's the sense of knowing true north when you don't know the path? Got all these assets. Where are you going with it? Nine and eight? Come on, man. Chris goes, they gave Kelsey 14 million. Kelsey had a Pro Bowl season, dude. I'm rewarding that dude. Kelsey played like a superstar. Fletcher didn't. Got to be fair to that conversation. Okay? But to be fair to Fletcher, there wasn't much of a dynamic change because get this, what did Jason Kelsey have that Fletcher Cox didn't have? Fletcher Cox has got a new defensive line coach and a new coordinator. No longer the Swartz system. Kelsey had the same old line coach. Nothing changed. Techniques, everything were the same. So he didn't have anything to alter his game with. The only thing that altered his game was a quarterback that didn't turn the ball over more, which helped him, which helped the offense. And when you're the number one rushing offense in the NFL, your old line's going to be rewarded. That's why Milada got a deal. That's why they're high in Dickerson. That's why they gave Kelsey $14 million. How he did the right thing by rewarding the team because the team had the least amount of resistance because there was no change with the coach and in what they were doing when it came to fundamentals and technique. On the other hand, that D-line was out of sorts when they were two and five. Fletcher actually was the only guy that opened his pie hole. Hey, man. Whatever we're doing here ain't working. Now, is he cut because of that? Look at that. Ertz wants him to go to Arizona. That'd be a great spot for him. It scares me he cut Cox. That's why you don't give a DT a $100 million contract. Point taken. As a matter of fact... Unless you're Aaron Donald, I'm not paying anybody like that on my defense unless you're a corner or an edge rusher. Okay? You're Chase Young. You're Michael Parsons. You're guys like that. You're TJ Watt. I'm doing. I'm going to give you big money. A DT? An inside linebacker? How'd that Jamal Adams deal work out for Seattle? How'd that Jamal Adams deal with the Jets work out? And look at the Jets. They're so pathetic. They don't even know what to do with the draft choices. That shows you right there. Even if you get a bounty of draft picks, that doesn't necessarily ensure that you're going to know what to do with them. And I like Joe Douglas, the GM of the Jets. He's a former guy in the front office with the Eagles. He's actually a pretty good evaluator of talent. But it's the Jets. Chris Jones wants him in Kansas. Dude, God forbid if Fletcher Cox lands in Dallas. What if he lands in Washington? What if he goes to the Giants? 
Packers. Rams. Rams seem to have a different checkbook, don't they? They don't give a shit about draft choices. I got to hand it to the Rams, man. They don't care about, I don't even know if they, how many draft picks do they have? Like, when's the next time they have a draft pick? 2050? In the first round? I mean, when does, when does Wash, when when do those teams have wishful thinking that they're ever going to have a first round pick? They don't care at all about them. And we're sitting here going, well, we collected 11 first, you know, picks and we got three first round picks and we got 11 picks in this upcoming draft. And I'm like, okay, great. I guess. I mean, Fletcher Cox to the Packers sounds great, man. He would be a stud up there, but Andrew, how do you know it wasn't a new system? How about Fletcher Cox going to the Bucks? <laughs> Fletcher Cox to the Bucks, right next to Adamic and Sue, and that gigantic nose tackle they have. <laughs> oh man, oh man, Fletcher's gonna be no. But wait, hey Fletch, Fletch, hey man, yeah, big fella, we're gonna cut you. It's too much money. But if you take $12 million off your salary, we'd love to have you back. (laughs) I'm surprised. There's no way he did that in person. There's no way he did that in person. You don't go to a guy like Fletcher Cox who left pieces of his body all over the NFL and all cities around the country. And you do that into his face. You take $12 million off your paycheck, we'll keep you. <laughs> Wait, hey, man, I guarantee you that was a that was a phone call. Somebody just goes, he's a team guy. Hey, fuck that team guy stuff when it comes to my salary. Team guy. Yeah, what, dude, what do you think? We're playing high school football? Once you make a paycheck like that, dog, You'll go play somewhere else for cheaper. You ain't coming back to that building. You'd have to have an $18 million incentive contract for him to do that. Holy cow. How about Fletcher Cox going up to Buffalo with Von Miller? (sighs) There's so many places, man. But not Philly. (laughs) Not at that price tag. And you're going to pat him on the head and go, hey, we kind of like you. you. Great service to the phenomenal years that you served in green here with the Eagles, but we're cutting you, but we'd like to have. There, please tell me that that is just somebody reporting that so I can say it's probably bullshit. Please, can I do that? Can you tell me that? Because if, if Howie really said that, I have more red flags now about him executing all these assets and all these riches that he has in this offseason. He gave him a three-year contract extension. I'm seeing the Saints and the Falcons have multiple meetings. But how is he in the waitings? Really? 
Was this in the waiting? And was this in the wings too? And again, I'm going to tell you something, guys. I'll make a point to you. If tomorrow Deshaun Watson's a Philadelphia Eagle and they had to cut him to make room, okay? And they couldn't restructure his contract? Okay. Hey, 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 Howie. You've proved me wrong again. Guys, do you want here? I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna tell you guys, and I'm gonna give you my honest assessment of your team. You're a good football team. Really great O-line. Inconsistent tight end. I know you love him. But he drops one pass out of every three. He's better than Ertz after the catch. Okay? He's a better blocker than Zach Ertz. He totally is. Devontae Smith? I don't know. You can't develop them because you don't have the quarterback to develop them. The quarterback struggles on reading defenses. He can't find them. Half the season, Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurts struggled half the time finding him. If he's a number one, how do you struggle half the time finding him? In a game today where you can't touch these wideouts, Someone goes, Sills, what'd you make of Devontae Smith's rookie year? Common. Below average. This guy didn't have 60 yards. I think it was roughly right at 60 yards a game. Okay. Well, that's common. Cole Beasley could put those numbers up. 68 catches, 900 yards common it's not on Devontae they couldn't find him the best Devontae looked was in Mitch was in the game the best Dallas Goddard looked Mitch was in the game albeit the Jets and be who, who, where did I say below average? I, I said below average tight end. I didn't say he was below average. I said the tight end is okay. Can't drop one of every three passes. Pickens says Goddard's first year. Give him a pass. Why? It's the NFL. Why do you guys do that? Well, it's his first year starting. Give him a pass. This is the National Football League. You don't get a pass for being average. Come on, man. Easy money could be onto it. Goddard was great. Hurts is below and bottom tier passer. Your quarterback is a reflection of the numbers that you see your passing game has. There is no passing game in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You're just mad Watson isn't coming to Philly. I'm not mad at anything. I'm mad at the fact there's some bullshitting going on. Okay? Look at Chris talking about Josh Allen. Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. Really? That's what you 
you think that you think you're going to see that leap in Jalen's second year as a starter when he can't find single coverage. Josh Allen didn't have issues finding single coverage. He had issues protecting the ball and overthrows. Okay? He was relied on to carry the entire team. He's your leading rush. By the way, he's your leading rusher and your leading passer. You're going to put Jalen Hurts in Josh Allen's league? And by the way, to Jalen's side, he also had Stefan Diggs up there. Seals, you compared him before. I did, numbers-wise. But then you know what I started doing, my friend? I started looking and started trusting my eyes. DB talking now, which is, which is why even Matt Ryan would make a difference. Matt Ryan on the Philadelphia Eagles wins 12 ball games in the division, and you win the division title. You win the division title. He'd be the best quarterback in the division. Matt Ryan's not the reason they're losing ball games in Atlanta. They can't stop anybody and protect the quarterback. Since that Super Bowl debacle where they were up 28 points, they've never recovered. They've never recovered as a franchise. It has plummeted off the cliff. It has plummeted. Off the cliff. All right, I want to take a timeout because Howard Balzer, there is so much NFL news going on right now. Fletcher Cox has been released. Obviously, the big news of the day here. Where might he land? I'll give you some insight on that, where I think the best fit would be for him. Howard from Sports Illustrated and also a Hall of Fame voter. We'll get his thoughts on all the movement. Please hit the like button, guys. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. 
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. National Football Show, your boy Big Bills. We're going to talk to our friend, Hall of Fame voter from Sports Illustrated, Howard Balzer, here in a couple minutes. We'll get his thing and everything NFL-related. I mean, there's a lot of news. There's a lot of storylines going on. And the quarterback carousel has been one of the most interesting things I have seen in NFL postseason, offseason history. Really. I mean, you know – the NBA and their offseason has become must-watch television, right? It's almost it, it, it's almost more interesting than watching the regular season now. The regular season in the NBA is unwatchable. Unless you're following a team like the Sixers with Joel Embiid or you're following Boston or the great story in Chicago or Miami, you're really not enjoying what's going on. Okay, maybe in Phoenix with the Suns, you're enjoying that. Even with Chris Paul being banged up, they're still the best team in the West. Okay, but there's very few storylines. You just, I mean, but their their offseason has become must-watch and where players movement. Now you're seeing this mostly in the NFL. Okay, I mean... Dude, please don't compare Lamar Jackson to Jalen Hurts. Lamar Jackson is an NFL most valuable player. Give me a break. Holy cow. All right. With all this news going on, there's only one guy that I love talking to when it comes to all the news. It's my friend Howard Balzer from Sports Illustrated. Howard, we really appreciate you doing this here. I want to get your spin right out of the gate here. Fletcher Cox has just been released by the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. And it, 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 it loosens up about $2.5 million worth of cap space. It puts them at around $34 million. All the talk of Deshaun Watson. Tell me something, Howard. You have three number ones. You have 11 draft choices. And you're 32 under the cap. How are you not on the desk of Nick Casario when we're talking about potentially making a deal for Deshaun Watson? Howie Roseman gets a three-year contract extension. How are you – if you're the Texans, you're going to take a lesser deal? No, I don't think the Texans are going to take a lesser deal. I mean, that's – I mean, obviously, they're they're stringing this out and stringing this out. I mean, Watson's right now counting over $40 million against the Texans' cap. And they want him off the books as soon as they can. But obviously, they want to get the best deal possible uh, for him. And the only the only thing you wonder about Philadelphia is, A, on one level, you say, well, come on. Jalen Hurts is not going to be Deshaun Watson no matter how good that he becomes. But the flip side is perhaps they're looking at this and saying, hey, we can still win games with him, build a, continue to build a team around him and not give up all these draft picks. And then I wonder this, Dan, because in this last week, as the whole scenario has gotten crazy 
once that grand jury decided not to indict Deshaun Watson, it's as if everyone thinks, oh, everything's free and clear now. Everything's rosy. Everything's great. Well, first of all, we have no idea when and how all of these 22 cases are going to be resolved, how long that could potentially take, and then what does the NFL do? Now, I understand that if a team's figuring, okay, if he misses some games with a suspension, we're doing this for the long haul, and we can live with him missing some games. But then you go back and you say, let's remember what happened with Mike Vick when he came back from the jail sentence, paying his penance and doing his his dues for the whole issue with the dogfighting. And when the Eagles were the only team really that was even interested in signing the guy, and there was there was a lot of pushback in Philadelphia. Now it ended after a while. It normally does, but the Eagles could also be looking at what what's going to be rea- the reaction in this town if they decide to bring him in. And so I, I think all of those things together might have the Eagles being one of the teams that just doesn't want to get involved in this whole insanity because because remember too, obviously the Texans want to get as much as they can, and as long as they have more teams bidding on him, then they can just jack up the price as, as much as possible. So it there, there, but like I said, there's still a lot of unanswered questions with this situation. So you, you, you think there, Howard, that teams like the, um, the giants who I have um, a, a decent relationship with and the Maher family and the Tish family would shy away from somebody like Watson, even though they have two first round picks and two in the top 10, they might shy away from something like this because that's just not who they are. They don't like that kind of noise. They'll, they'll, they'll take a gamble on a guy, but they're not going to take a gamble on a guy with that kind of collateral damage that could be something that would really hurt the, the shield of the Giants, let alone the National Football League. You think there's teams out there that still are pausing and pumping the brakes on this whole thing? I, I definitely do. And I think that you know a lot of people – I don't know if a lot of people, but there's been some who have tried in terms of trying to figure out what the suspension might be, comparing this to the whole uh, Ben Roethlisberger situation many years ago. Well, my recollection of that was I think there were maybe two allegations against him and there weren't charges filed. But that was two. This is 22 women. Now, I know some people are saying, well, all of a sudden when it started, this one started piling on and that one started piling on. But. I mean, Deshaun Watson has never denied that he got massages and did whatever was going on with all these different women. And so I think, you know, if if it was one or two, some people might say, well, okay, he slipped or whatever. But when there's 22 of these, and here's the thing too, Dan, all it takes, I mean, everyone just assumes you're going to snap your fingers and you're going to settle all these. Well, suppose there's one or two of these women that don't want to settle. They say, hey, you know what? We're taking this all the way through the court system you know, through, through, through a lawsuit and all that. We, we don't want to settle. I'm, now, I don't know that that's the case, but suppose that happens. And now all of a sudden you traded for a guy and now he's going to go through court. The first thing that might happen is, A, you gave up draft picks, right? And you're agreeing to take on whatever. His, we know his salary right now for this year is $35 million. I presume that whatever team gets him is going to try to restructure it, lower it, put money in the signing bonus, whatever it might be. That could mitigate over a commissioner's exemplist. I mean, suppose all of a sudden this thing keeps going on and on and all of a sudden it's going to court. 
Well, he's probably going on the commissioner's exempt list because I don't think the league is going to have him on the field playing for a team when there's a court case going on that, that involves these, these, these charges. And, and when he's on the commissioner's exempt list, you get paid. So that team could be giving up draft picks and then have to pay a guy who's not playing like the Texans did last year. So this rush to get him, I think, you know, may, maybe it's the whole adrenaline of free agency and the whole adrenaline of the offseason that has the ha- not even a handful of teams involved in this. But, yeah, I, I definitely think that there's a lot of teams that maybe not a lot, but there's certainly a number of teams that have looked at this and said, yeah, we, we could better our team at quarterback with him. But who knows what the repercussions would be? And it's just ironic that it would be potentially at the Atlanta Falcons where Vic was, where he got in trouble that he ends up going and playing for Arthur Blank in the Atlanta Falcons. Let me ask you right there in your neck of the woods, is Kyler Murray in play (laughs) for, 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 for Watson? No, is he, it's funny. You know, I brought this up sending uh, Watson to Arizona and Kyler Murray to um, Houston. You kind of put them back together with DeAndre Hopkins and you kind of put Kyler in a position where, if I'm not mistaken, he's from there too. He's from, te- he, yeah, he's not from Houston, but he is from Texas. He's from Texas, and you bring him back there. I mean, like, there's all kinds, but I'm talking more Kyler Murray. I mean, between him and Steve Kime, I mean, I thought it was a shot across the bow right away when they upped the GM and the head coach, and they told the player, sit down and shut up. You're still on a rookie <laughs> deal, dude. I mean, there seems to be animosity. Is it is it getting better? Is it getting worse? Does Kyler it's, it's, like what's going on? And I'm going to tell you one more time, Howard, I haven't had you on since. I lost respect for Kyler Murray, and I'm going to tell you why. I thought he made a business decision in that playoff game. And to me, it looked like he didn't want to run because he did some – I thought there were some business decisions being made in that game by him Well, because he, he, he was he, banged he, up. We, we could talk about Kyler for an hour, and I've written several stories since this whole thing blew up when uh, the first the first social media deal the day after the Super Bowl. But I figured out some numbers. and But the big elephant in terms of how he has played the last two seasons, when he had a passer rating this year of 110.4 after the Green Bay game when he got injured and missed three games, came back and wasn't the same guy. Now, Cliff Kingsbury claims he was, but he wasn't the same guy after that injury. No one ever told anyone that he had a high ankle sprain until after he came back. And so the year before, the same thing happened. Not to his ankle, but he injured his shoulder in a game against Seattle. He had a passer rating of a little under 99 then. And in both seasons, Dan, after the injury he suffered when he continued to play, his passer rating was under 90 and he was just a different guy. So the elephant in the room to me with this whole situation is in terms of guaranteeing him, you know, over a hundred million dollars and, and buying in on a contract extension at this point for a guy that you don't know if he can last a season because he's a small guy. And can, can he really keep up with the grind in the NFL? And so I don't blame everything on him at the end of both of the last two seasons because there were a lot of other things that went on. But but he didn't run as much. He wasn't as mobile. And, and he definitely didn't want to take a hit, especially last year when he had a shoulder 
injury. So all of these things have created a situation. Then when his agent came out with that all cap statement and says, well, no, you need to play. And this was interesting too, Dan, you talk about a shot across the bow. When he came out with that statement on a Monday, the previous Friday, Michael Bidwell, the owner was on local radio saying in a sense, telling Kyler, calm down. We are going to take care of you long-term, but these things are complicated with quarterback salaries. And he pointed out how Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen in the fourth year of their rookie deals, after being a lot more successful than Kyler Murray were, didn't get their new contracts until the summer. Well, oh, it, it actually, the escalators kick in now this year. They did that deal like three years ago. Right, right. But it was done during the summer. Right. And so Bidwell was essentially saying, hey, we want you long-term, but in a sense, he was saying, be patient. And then three days later, his agent drops this bomb on and on saying, no, you need to sign him now. Need, and it, it was like, it was like a shot at the owner in a sense. And so I don't, to answer your question about, is it getting better? It's been quiet for the last week or so. And I think maybe someone has said to Kyler, Hey, you know what? He, he did put the Cardinal images back on his Instagram. So I don't know if that necessarily means he's happy now, but rather he just feels, Hey, I, I, I can't just, I mean, cause he, he didn't help himself with any of this stuff, because the point I've made, Dan, is after the first the first thing, it was open season on Kyler Murray as a leader, immature, all these things everyone was saying about him. Well, you know what? His actions in all this have only confirmed a lot of the things that people have said about him. So it's hard to read now where this truly is, but it, it, it's going to be interesting to see throughout the offseason. Does he come to the offseason workouts? Does he come to minicamp if he doesn't have a contract yet? So I, I, one thing I know we're going along on this, on this issue, I wrote a story saying, because the agent framed this like, well, Kyler Murray wants a Super Bowl for the fans of Arizona. He made it out to be it's all about winning and it's all about the team. Well, you know what then? I said to the Cardinals, or I, su- I didn't say say to the Cardinals, but I suggested, okay, call his bluff then. You want to win? Let's take a big chunk of all that guaranteed money that you want us to commit to you, and let's put it in incentives for winning. Put them in incentives. Bet on yourself that you can lead this team to victory. And if, and if you win, you get to the conference championship game, you get to the Super Bowl, there's going to be these huge incentives that you'll make, which will then disappear from the contract, and that money will be put into the later years, but I don't think, I don't know that they would ever agree to it, but the whole way this whole thing has been framed kind of has a seamy side to it. You know, you know, Howard, you're going to have to excuse me, but you know, probably the last five uh, lines you just said, I'm not sure I heard because once you said he took things off his Instagram, I was like, this is why I like killing quarterbacks. <laughs> it's, be, it's because these guys are, I mean, the egos on these guys today, man, they're using Instagrams, taking things off. I mean, Baker Mayfield is crying. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm watching this whole thing play out in Cleveland. And I got to tell you, man, you know, and he puts a preemptive soliloquy or a sonnet out there on his Instagram or his, his Twitter. And he's telling everybody in Cleveland how much he loves them. Now he's telling that to re- unrepairable. I mean, do you not see? that most organizations want adults at that position. Exactly. And he's just not. I mean, they're he's talking about He's showing that he's not. And that's the same he's, thing with Tyler. And he's he, destroying an opportunity for him to potentially go somewhere else 
I mean, what do you see happening in Cleveland? I think – I don't know that the Browns played this right. Because oh, they did it. They've, they've, Jimmy Haslam flies down to Houston on right. his jet. It gets publicly known. And then Baker – but didn't Baker act the way you thought he would act? He'd have a meltdown. Yeah, probably. And, you know, the funny thing was everything you heard about him coming out of college was like he was the Pied Piper at Oklahoma and players followed him and he was, he was this tremendous leader and he is, I mean, a lot of the games last year, he probably shouldn't have played when he was hurt. So I think he is a pretty good competitor, but I don't know that the, like I said, I don't know that the Browns played this right correctly because going into this, it was going to be, okay, you're playing for the fifth year option this year. Let's see how you react to that. And let's, let's see how you play to see if you can earn another contract. And now it, it appears that it's blown up. And, you know, the Browns have, have a pretty talented roster. Yeah. But, you know, but right now they're looking at who the heck's going to be our quarterback. And, and you, you went all, not quote all in, but you went all in on being part of this whole De- Deshaun Watson circus. And now all of a sudden you're not involved. And where are you as a team? And so you're right about the negatives on May- Mayfield's side, but like I said, if you're the Browns, who's going to be your quarterback? Case Keenum? Uh, I, I don't. I don't think too many people are going to get excited about that. How about this? I'm going to show you the antithesis of that. There's a guy in San Francisco, and I now know why people love that guy, and mm-hmm. I do too. And Garoppolo, he has had the most noise in his entire career of any quarterback in the league. The whole Brady fiasco in New England. Now this fiasco in in San Francisco, and it never phases him. He's right. 36 and 16. He's five and two in the postseason. It's almost like we have blinders on with this guy because we see sometimes he throws the ball to the other team. You're gonna have a chance to make a play on this guy, but Howard, he makes plays. He wins, and he's an adult at the position. Exactly. That's why I say, of all the guys that are left, he may have the biggest market for someone to go after him. That guy shows you the blueprint of how to act as a professional with noise around you. Do you agree? There's a big market for him. Well, I don't know if there's a. I don't know if there's a big market because you know certain teams have been taken out with the moves that they've made in terms of what they're doing at quarterback. But there should be a market. But one thing that complicates it is his contract, which he's entering the last year. He's not making crazy money. What is it around 26, 27 million dollars, but what are you going to give up to take him on and then know that it it might only be for one year because you have to, you have to reach a new agreement with him. And, but you're, you're right in terms of being the adult, everyone talks about how his teammates love him and everything he's gone through like you said last year with Lance, and then then there was the whole deal the year before that when there was talk that the 49ers were in the market for Brady. Now, the thing is, bottom line is, and it's no fault of his when he gets injured. He does he does have you know, I, I never like to say a guy's injury prone because it's a tough sport. You know that obviously. It's just some guy. It seems some guys are just lucky and they never get hurt, and other guys are always getting hurt. And I think if he hadn't have been injured the times he had, the 49ers never would have done what they did last year because they had another season last year. Granted, they had other injuries too, but what I think he played 
trying to remember. Did he only play six games, I think? Yeah, no, no. He's he's missed about 49% of his yeah, ball games. He's missed a lot of games. And that's why the 49ers did what they did. And even last year, when they got a step away from the Super Bowl, he missed some games uh, with an injury. Not as many as other seasons, but he missed some games. And so that's been his bugaboo. And other teams look at that and say, well, will he stay healthy? And that's that's certainly a legitimate question. Were you shocked that Seattle moved off of Russell Wilson? Yes and no. It, it seemed to me that they were probably going to keep going with him. But and obviously he still has a lot of really good football left. And I don't th- I don't think the team around him is, is is certainly is not bad now. It's not as bad as some are making it out to be. And of course the Seahawks played it well. This is what he wanted. Well, I, I yeah I, I think in some ways he wanted a new start. But would this have happened if Denver hadn't <clears throat> given the package that they did? I mean, that's that that's a big question that no one no one can truly answer. What do you think at the better end of that deal? It's hard. To, well, it'll all depend on what the Seahawks do with the draft picks, and that's that's the thing of any deal. I mean, you can never really judge a deal right away, just like you can't judge a draft the day after it happened. Yeah, right, but. But the Seahawks did get a couple good players. I mean, Noah Fant is an is a very good tight end. Shelby Harris, a nice, consistent defensive lineman. You know, they're claiming that they're oh, we're 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 all bought in on Drew Locke. But what are they going to say when 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 John Schneider's asked about him? What is what is he going to say? Well, you know, we just got him as a throw-in. I mean, he's got to say that. You, you, but you know, they're going to bring in somebody else to compete there. But the real key will be what they do with the draft picks. Cause how many times in the past have we seen a team trade and get a whole bunch of draft picks seem like, Hey, that was a pretty good deal. And then the picks don't work out. And all of a sudden it doesn't look so good. Um, Derek Carr are all everything copacetic there between the Raiders and the new head coach, Josh uh, McDaniel. It just seems that now there's some bickering going back and forth. And again, if I'm, if I'm Derek Carr, I think one of the things that Brady really opened up all the quarterbacks' eyes in the NFL, hey, if an organization is not continuing to build and keep the chaos out of the building, that's where I want to play. But some quarterbacks are now going, there's too much chaos in my building, and you want chaos? Raiders have chaos <laughs> in their building. Is that maybe why he's a little bit hesitant and wants a little more of what the reassurance can be about the future of his place there with the Raiders. Cause he's been maybe the most underrated quarterback in totally. the NFL. No, no, I agree with that. And all you heard every year when John Gruden was there is that he was going to move on. He was going to move on. And I know you want maybe a little uncertainty in a guy's mind, but with the quarterback, I think you just got to be really careful. And I, I, the guy, the guy's a heck of a player, but I think he also realizes that unless there's really a great place to go, that you have to be careful, you know, about those things. I mean, heck, we were just talking about Russell Wilson going to Denver, and he's going to a division that what has Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr. So, and the AFC, man, that's that that's tough. I, I think that was a big part of what Aaron Rodgers did. I mean, he he, I don't know that he wanted any part of the AFC. Just you know, stay there in Green Bay and win divisions with against Detroit. Chicago, hey Howard, if you win Minnesota. the AFC West. It might be harder to win the AFC West in the Super Bowl. It might be, and no, it's 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 very it's very difficult not only not only just to win it, but just to even get into the playoffs. So, I think, but I think from the Raiders' standpoint too, 
is that Josh McDaniel knows he can't, you know, this is his last chance, obviously, as a head coach. And, and you have to have a quarterback for it to be successful. He didn't have one in Denver. I mean, I'm sure Vic Fangio is, you know, is looking at his last three years in Denver and saying, boy, I would have liked to have had Russell Wilson. I think I would have, we would have been a little bit better football team, but Josh McDaniel realizes if he's going to win, he has to have a quarterback. And if you don't have Derek Carr, who you got? Well, you got to stick with a guy who's been pretty darn good and consistent for a long time. All right. Let me ask you this. Now I picked the Washington commanders to win the NFC East this year because of the addition of Wentz. Am I off? Well, the division isn't that good. So it's not out of the question that it could happen. What's your take on the move? Yeah. I think that the thing, you know, sometimes you want the things you hear about Wentz, right? Well, he's a finger point. He's not this, he's not that. And he, he doesn't take coaching and he, he's got to learn to check the ball, check the ball down, all, all these different things. I mean, he played pretty good football last year. The way the 27 season ended, touchdowns, seven picks, 3,600 yards, 94 quarterback rating, yeah. 63 completion percentage. And, and this, but the season ended hard. Awful. But, but here's the thing that gives me pause is that the one guy who knew him best as the guy that traded what they traded to get him last year is Frank Reich. And now some have asked me, well, do you think it was really his decision or did Jim, Jim Ursay force him to do this? Well, I guess, I don't know if we'll ever really know that answer, but if Reich was willing to move on from him after just one year, then that's an eye opener. There had to be something going on there. And now Washington has him and he's going back to the division, obviously that he knows and but the guy's capable of playing good football, but he's he's got to clean up some things in his game. But a lot of quarterbacks are like that, and it it'll it'll be interesting to see because they've got they've got talent on defense. It didn't play as well last year as it probably should have, but they've got they've got a decent supporting cast in a division that you know still Dallas is good. Philadelphia came on at the end uh, last year, and so it's it's not a. It's not a walk in the park to win that division, but it's certainly a bit easier than some of the others in the NFL. All right. You know, I end with Hall of Fame stuff. I know you guys had a meeting. Jason Cole told me, I believe two weeks ago or a week ago, you guys had a meeting. Um, it's become more difficult, hasn't it, with the back jam mm -hmm. of players now. And it's really just tough nowadays, isn't it, Howard, to even be on a semifinalist list just a semifinalist list because look at the wide receivers. Reggie Wayne's going to be maybe a fourth or fifth ballot guy, maybe going in Devin Hester. I think you guys are still figuring out what his true impact was in the game. I think that may have been tough for, for Devin because again, he's not a position player. I mean, I don't know how you put Devin Hester in the hall of fame without creating a new lane. You know what I'm saying? Special yeah. teams, there has to be a special teams lane. The Bill Bates of the world, the Kelso, the Kelsey's and or the Kelso's, the guy, Mark Kelso, or whatever the guy's name right. was up in um, up in Buffalo. I mean, it's creating potentially another lane for a guy like Devin Hester. Just just give me your sense of how we're looking at any changes coming up with Hall of Fame and how you guys are evaluating all these players. There, there is, you know, discussion of certainly trying to remove the, 
the abyss, as everyone likes to call it, of the senior pool. And when they added the coach category, then that that limited the years when because it alternated for five years between a contributor having one and a seniors having and senior players having two people in. And it alternated Then when they added the coach after the centennial year, all of a sudden it went one, one, one. And so now only one senior is going in. I think there's there's some feeling to to try to get more seniors in. I will say that Jim Porter, uh, the new president, has um, is listening uh, to all of our opinions. Um, he'll he'll make the final decision on what to take to the board, but he's listening to us, which I think is really good. We, that has that hadn't happened uh, very often uh, in the past. Huh. But but it but it is tough. I mean, you're right. It is tough. And and a guy like a guy like Hester, I mean, the fact he made the finals, and I believe he made the cut uh, to the ten, which surprised me a little bit because I think you know there are those who it's like anything. We we don't. <laughs> I think sometimes people think we're, we're this 49 people that all think alike. Right. And right. that what we do, you know, the final five, everybody voted for that final five to get them. Well, that's not necessarily the case. And there's, I thought it was the weakest hall of fame class I've ever seen. Well, I, I think what, what I mean, we saw, you're going to try to tell me the kid from green Bay. Well, here, here, I, I, I was kind of floored. Well, here's the thing about it. It was the, the thing I found odd when you look at Leroy Butler you look at Sam Mills right I'm, I'm not going to include Baselli in there because it was a little it was different why he wasn't injuries a, a finalist for a, a lot of years of his eligibility Sam but Mills? when you have a guy like those two guys that weren't even semi-finalists man for the first like 13 or 14 years of eligibility and then all of a sudden, they get there, and Andy now they're Russell finalists. Better. What's that? Andy Russell was better than Sam. Well, Russell. I always talk about Andy Russell, and he just wasn't noticed as much because the Steelers weren't as good. And, I didn't and, get that. And and so it it just creates when you you have a Reggie Wayne who's been a finalist every year he's been eligible. Tory Holt has been a semifinalist every year he's been eligible. He's been eligible now for eight years. Eight years and a He's finalist, a and a finalist for three, just like Reggie Wayne, and yet you have guys that weren't even a semifinalist for a decade plus after they became eligible, and they jumped the line over guys. And so there's, but you know, here's the thing: I always say this, Dan, when I I, I referenced everyone thinks we all think alike. The one thing we don't know is even the the fine the twenty five the fifteen. We don't know how many votes the 15th guy got and how many the 16th guy got. It might not be very many. I'm sure it's not very many, but yet those guys, they're done for that year. And then you go from 15 to 10. Okay. You got the final 10. How many votes, did, how many votes behind the 10th guy did the 11th guy get? How many votes did the sixth or seventh guy get at the cut to five over the top five? I'm sure it's pretty darn close. And that, that just shows how that's an illustration of how hard it is, how difficult it is to differentiate, but it's, it's kind of the way, just kind of the way it goes. And the other thing about this year is there were some really good first time eligibles with, with Hester, with DeMarcus Ware, 
trying to remember who the other first time eligible was that made the 15, uh, but, uh, but didn't get in, but it wasn't one of those slam dunk first time eligible years. In fact, this was the first time since 2012 and only the second time since 1997 that there were no first time eligible modern day players elected to the hall of fame. And so that created five guys who have been waiting a while to get in who, who, you know, who did it. So we don't have to, we don't have to talk about them anymore. What going, going forward is what's going to be interesting as, as, as better first time eligible guys come into the group. Absolutely. Howard, thank you so much. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Deshaun tomorrow. Supposedly we're going to get some insight a little bit here or more tomorrow. Maybe we have a decision and I can't wait to see what happens. Thank you, Howard. I appreciate it. Pleasure, Dan. Take care. You got it. My friend, Howard Balzer. Um, Guys, I'll just tell you this. Fletcher Cox getting cut. It better lead to something. Okay? It better lead to something. Because, I mean, so far this offseason for the Eagles, Hassan Reddick can't be it. He can't be it. Okay? Man. Maybe we find out tomorrow what ends up happening. Maybe we find out what this move was. Fletcher Cox ain't taking less money to come back. Guys, I appreciate it. Please hit the like button. Don't forget, Big Sills will be back tomorrow right here with the National Football Show. I won't be on the middle with Barrett because the Maxwell Awards. We're going to be involved in that too, so we really appreciate it. I guarantee you there's going to be a massive media dump tomorrow. Hit that like button. If you missed any of the show, share it, like it. Thank you so much. Four to six tomorrow, Eastern time. We'll see you on the flip side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.